What up, what up? 90s baby, a podcast experience. Lena, welcome to episode three. Thank you for being in the studio with me. Yeah. Time to tap, tap in. We're live from the village. As always, I'm your host, Steffi G. I'm joined by Lena in the studio. Lena, what is good? Sunglasses activated, incognito mode engaged. Let's get it. Judgment free zone. No shade, baby. No shade. All right. Today we are talking about creativity. All right. One of the biggest, biggest pillars close to our heart and our career. Let's get into creativity. Honestly, I have a bunch of questions. Speed round edition. Let's hit it off first. Steffi G, this one's for you. Biggest modern day flex you have as a creative. Hey, okay. My biggest modern day flex as a creative, honestly, is just my hustle. Like, and my ambition. Like, I don't know. Hustle, ambition. Um, I'm hungry. I've always been hungry. I don't know. I, I just, I, I never was intimidated by having like just one job or working with just one company or like, I never was like boxed in. And I knew like early on, honey, I, they don't make them like me no more. Like I knew I am going to do my own thing, my own way. And there's going to be big people. There's going to be little people and everyone in between. And they're going to try to run you out of the video. But you ain't stopping this, honey. So the biggest modern day flex for me is just like hustle, be yourself and work hard. Do what you need to do. Be creative and follow your gut. Even me. I mean. I didn't think I'd be a creative producer in New York, but here we are. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that's a big, heavy flex. What is your modern day flex you got going on right now in your creative world? I think my biggest modern day flex as a creative is my versatility within Adobe Creative Suite and the way that I'm just so versatile across different programs I come from. A strong background in graphics, um, motion graphics, like my underrated biggest modern day flex is being able to use After Effects. I feel like yeah. not many people uh, know how to use After Effects. Keyframes give me anxiety. Um, <laughs> and now it's just like I know everything to a T. Like I'm working in a it's such a good asset also like you can handle anything that's thrown at you and they're like hey i kind of have an idea like this and you like take it and you like redefine what like adobe is and that's a huge that's a huge flex so i absolutely agree with you i i love that factor it's like the biggest trick that you could have up your sleeve honestly i like being a so-called renaissance man in terms of like being able to do multiple things to get the product done. I'm quite a perfectionist when it comes to, I have a certain standard for myself within projects that come out that sometimes holding myself to that highest standard of perfectionism really deteriorates my workflow process on my mental. That brings me to like another point of perfectionism right like the eagerness to have your shit together to move forward to just have better progress for yourself but in reality i think we should start normalizing chaotic don't judge me i know oh cotton candy machine i know it's really messy i also have shoe boxes in 
the kitchen, which is very common for New Yorkers. And uh, yeah, we do have a little uh, small mouse problem, but you know, it, it's a it's a problem depending on how you look at it. You know, I kind of let them rock. I appreciate that they um, at night while we're sleeping come out and clean up the crumbs that my son drops on the floor. Okay, um, I I support it. Chaotic progression like yeah not everything's how about, going to be perfect yeah like, how about not having your shit together how about figuring yeah. it the f out honey i am all chaotic as <laughs> like i think jennifer coolidge once said like i'm a chaotic person i'm a night owl i was just meant to be a night person you know what i mean like that's the only time i feel really good you know what i mean i don't i've never like the whole fr the whole morning afternoon and and dusk are wretched and and I can barely function. And then, I don't know, something like 8 or 9 p.m. starts happening and I'm like, woo! Like, girl, that's me. Like, I'll be sleeping throughout the day. Actually? And I'll be like a night owl at night, getting shit done, wanting to party. And it's like, Now that's that you me. say that, you are so aligned with Jennifer Coolidge because you are also so calm. <laughs> and you are like, just like unexpectedly pleasant in a way. <laughs> And I never can't believe I haven't put two and two together, but you are like chaotic calmness. Like, I'll be <laughs> yeah. honest, um, I, I, I'm i a perfectionist in, in certain categories, but like ain't nobody got their shit together 100 percent of the time. Right. I could be a perfectionist creatively, you know, with my family, with certain relationships. You know, I always want to be a perfectionist. But when it comes to myself, the biggest Thing you could do is just not be too hard on yourself and I, I you know what I'm adding myself right now I'm I'm like my hardest critic I mean I'm hard on myself always it does you know it's a blessing and a curse it does have benefits it sometimes you know is more harm but when it comes to perfectionism I think it's okay not to have your shit together it's okay that you know what you were not in that place that you thought when you were 28 or 25 I agree that you don't have to have everything figured out. I feel like how much we consume on um, social media, comparing our journeys, it's very easy to get swept up into that whole movement. Of course, yeah. So I mean, this I, is society we live in. It's like all I, gas, no brakes. My second question for you is, what does your vision board look like? And what are you manifesting 10 years from now? Ooh, 10 years from now. Homegirl. Ah! All right. Stuffy G, 38. Um, 37. What? I'm 27. You're 27. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting. I feel like I'm so much older. <laughs> I feel like Benjamin Button over here. Okay. Stuffy G is manifesting still a creative environment in my studios. I always have this sort of energy, like overall vibes and it really like enhances my creativity enhances the type of person I am you know I'm a very colorful person <laughs> I got many colors so my my vision board's very vibrant Steffi G's goal is to just be happy spend time with family and friends and as always make dope content I I put in that work I put in that time and that's what my vision board consists of is money creativity, baby, vibes, and love. That's it. I love you. If you're listening, I love you. I don't care who the you are. 
I love, I love the manifestations. I love the vision boards. What are you manifesting in this upcoming decade and what's on your vision board? Okay, so if I close my eyes and I'm thinking about my vision board, I'm seeing a couple of Lambo trucks. Um, <laughs> yes. Definitely Matt. I want a couple of the car collections. There we uh, go, outside. Room, 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 room. Kim K, the Kardashians. They have excellent taste in that. I could see myself maybe hopefully going out to L.A. I mean, I've been on the East Coast my whole life. I'm a little sick of the cold weather. You know what I need? A little some, beach house. I see I a need, little beach house. I need some palm trees in my life. Just okay, kicking Malibu. it in the West Coast. Like I used all to right. travel there all the time when I was a kid, driving up and down from like San Fran to San Diego. My Filipino family lives in LA in the Burbank area. So I definitely see myself getting out there. Um, I want like a nice big ass house, crazy bougie ass like Calabasas house. I'm also manifesting, I want to do, like, my own animated series show. Like, I went to school, and animation has always been, like, one of my passions. I think it would be, like, a dream of mine if I could, like, deliver some sort of animated series with, like, oh, hell yeah. the most fire, you funniest will, cast. You will. Like, I don't know, just having, like, Tyler, the creator on it, like voiceover or like Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill. Yes, like, yes. All, all the kings. All my favorites. Maybe like a little Adam Sandler Woo! in there too for like Don't some randomness. So that's, that's awesome. vision boards looking like. And also I want a closet that's some Sarah Jessica Parker closet filled with designer to Yes, the please. Tent. I got one closet in this New York apartment. That is not a joke. Yeah. Just get just get us some bigger closets, New York, please. Please. <laughs> well, I'm manifesting my closet in LA. <laughs> wow. Wow. I love that. I love that vision board. I love that manifestation. I know. So wow. Vision board, give me all the cars, give me all of the the film action. Yay! Let me make an animated series. Around get some a money. Film. Maybe once in my life, let's okay, make it happen. Incredible, incredible, Lena. I just want to add. I want a little. I want a little Ashton Martin drug, Rodella. <laughs> okay, next question. Something that's not on your resume, Steffi G, that people would not know about you. <sighs> I got a nice resume, girl. It's stack, stack, stack it up. <laughs> you know what I mean. But something that is not on my resume is probably. This personality, I am one of one. <laughs> I am the only one. <laughs> like, don't get me started again. Don't even waste your time trying to compete with me. Ooh, alien superstar. First of all, <laughs> my personality is probably one of my greatest qualities. Agreed. Oh, thank you. Gas me up, gas me up, please. But, and it's just because... I am very vibrant. My energy isn't on my resume. You, can, you can't type that into words. Uh, I can't words. put it in words. I yeah. can't paint a picture. What is something that's not on your resume that people don't know about you? Wow, that's a great question. So actually, I lived in Italy for almost half a year, a year or so. That is definitely not on my resume. Uh I studied painting 
and printmaking over there. Ooh, um, I love that. I lived right in the heart of the city. I you lived where in Italy? I lived in Venice. Oh, I was right by gondola. Uh, gondola. <laughs> I did not ride a gondola. I was right by the Rialto. Um, I was having carbs on carbs and gelato, and I was just living my best life. Um, so that's definitely not on my resume, but um, top five experience. Definitely changed my life. I really, really loved going to the Biennale over there. And it's just been on my mind ever since. Like, I would go back in a heartbeat for sure. I love that. I love me some Italian. I love me some Europe vibes. Absolutely. Okay, that's incredible. We're going to wind down with one more question for you, Lena. It is... What is the best advice you've ever received that you don't feel like gatekeeping? Just always be yourself. No matter how many things are adapting or changing around you or whatever trends are going on within your work or whatever you do, you always have to be true to yourself because that's what's going to carry you through. I'm going to recite this quote from Virgil from a while back. Um, but he's always said that he's always created something for the 17-year-old version of himself, the core parts of him, what incredible. he grew up on. So incredible. What he, what he came up valid, from. Valid, valid. Um, that's it. Like, I think you have to be true to yourself. Inner kid. You have to be Inner who kid. you are. Yeah. Like, no matter what facade, how far you go, like, I love you just got to do you. Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost, you got to shine through with what mama gave you. And I think that's number one. Confidence is key. I think, you know, really trusting the process, trusting yourself, who you are. You're at that table. Do not forget. We're here. We're at the table. We're talking. We're, yeah. we're at the right place at the right time. And I couldn't agree more. I love that quote. Shout out Virgil again. Okay, Steffi G, your turn. What's the best advice that you've ever received that you would not want to gatekeep? Oh, okay. Honestly, really good advice. And it stuck with me. It was my first internship while I was getting my, you know, digital cinema degree at DePaul. And I was working for this major news network. And I was working with the execs. You know, I was an intern. I was running around. I met a lot of executives. You know, I met a lot of higher ups and some of them were nice to me. Some of them were not very nice. And, you know, I had to na navigate. I had to figure out what I needed to do, who I needed to talk to, to really like learn and get the most out of this experience because I knew I wanted to stay. I knew I was like, damn, I, I need to be in these big newsrooms. I got to be in these big studios. Let's get it. So something had happened on the TV with a rundown. And I said like a figure of speech, like, oh, the grass is always greener. And one exact, you know, he, we just always vibe, you know, he, he took pride in me. He pulled me aside, you know, we finished the live shot and he goes, is the grass always greener stuff? And I'm looking at him. I'm like, is this, <laughs> is this a lesson? What is he trying to tell me right now? He goes, your grass can be as green as you want it to be. And he goes, do you know why that is? I go, why? He goes, your grass, you're in charge of watering it. You're not watering your neighbor's grass. They're not watering your grass. So I don't think the grass is always greener. You take care of your grass, you're going to have the greenest grass on the block. 
Period. And that resonated with me back in that control room of that newsroom when he kind of low-key like called me out in a way. Thankfully, he did because it stuck with me. I think it was one of my career core moments where I was like, damn, this makes so much sense. Who's to say I can't have green grass? Yeah. So for me, it like switched. And then I'm like, oh, like this is opening up a whole new world for me. Oh, my God. A whole new world. But that moment till now, I still think about that interaction in studios on set doing, you know, working with execs. I'm like, you got to focus on you. You got to build your own empire. You got to water your damn grass. Take care of you. And everything else will fall into place. Absolutely. Everything will follow. So that's probably the best advice I'll never gatekeep. And I I use that example when I have interns of my own and I'm in a space where people are trying to learn from me creatively. I, I, you know, I, I just tap into experiences that I have and that's definitely a core core memory for me that I will not gatekeep and it's it's uh it's worked so far yeah it's made me it's made me like a hustler and I want the I want the greenest grass on the block okay you know who you are girl I'll just stick with the turf I'm good (laughs) (laughs) go with the flow be vulnerable allow yourself to be creative allow yourself to find inspiration don't be intimidated by perfectionism let things be messy. It's okay for things to be messy sometimes. Oh, I love that f-ing quote. Yes. Yeah. It is okay for things to be messy sometimes. Absolutely. What a good vibe. Honestly, ending on that note, we just want to say be yourself, be open, try new things, unlock your creativity. That level you maybe not even know existed, go to that level. Do the things that people tell you you're f-ing crazy. You're nuts. You're going to go move to New York in two weeks. Do it. Show them. Let's get it. Just go for it. If you're passionate about it, don't be scared. Don't be intimidated by perfectionism. Just just go for it. Get creative. And we can't wait to see what you come up with. 90s Baby Podcast. We love you. Thank you for listening. Episode three. That's a wrap. Arrivederci. Ciao. Crazy. You're nuts. You're going to go move to New York in two weeks. Do it. Show them.